Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody, it's time for another episode of Survival of the Fittest is the Soup Du Jour. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're still surviving. Yeah, thank you, everybody. All right, then. I'd like to just start the, the podcast today with thanking Orlando Brewing for always being in the house with us. You know, we had to kind of like put an end to the kegs because we were just getting too much. I mean, I'm putting on this big old belly, you know, whatever, so... We're going with some of their canned products tonight, and it's delicious. Ice cold and ready to go. Also, remember you can catch us on Mega TV on Saturdays at 3 here in Orlando and soon in Puerto Rico on Cana Life, donde I am cooking una receta con CBD, you know, some flour, some goodness, you know, we... um. You know, we're just uh, having a lot of fun with that. I think uh, enjoying the food as well is always good. <laughs> so look for us there. That's on Mega TV Orlando, Mega TV Puerto Rico, ya mismo. And uh, always, uh, you know, check us out. We like to do that stuff. I mean, TV is TV. TV is, uh, I've always said, very powerful. You know, it's got this, this, um, certainly the history of television is like wonderful if you're a tv person you know like if you're into tv and you like watching old shows or you remember like old commercials and what have you then you know where i'm coming from there's just this sort of like this sort of i don't know how it, it is really this just this tradition about television that makes doing it a lot of fun and uh when you're on it, you know, they just kind of become part of, of that sort of club, that TV club of people who've done TV over the years. You know, I remember like in the 70s, they would do a show or maybe it was the 80s. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It had to be the late 70s. There was a show called Battle of the Network Stars where all the like different, all the different like TV series stars would be on these, you know, their, their networks team and uh, they would do battle against all the other network stars. So it was, and they do all kinds of crazy things. More like a relay race, you know, not anything truly talented or anything like that. But it was certainly cool. I mean, one thing I've always said about TV shows, you know, if you really want to put together a TV show or you want to write a TV show, you know, you want to go pitch it to your favorite whatever. You know, I always kind of say like, you know, it, it's like food where, you know, you don't reinvent food. You just kind of like present it differently, you know, and or you put your twist on it, you know. So I think like a TV show is very similar where you would like kind of just go to the classics, you know, and, and, and just sort of follow that template. And sometimes people say, well, hey, that sounds boring. But then again, you know, you're doing television. Television is meant to be shared with the masses and obviously... There's a business aspect to it, and that's advertising, and uh, it has to work. You have to attract the people. They have to attract the, the viewing public to watch your shows, and and hopefully you can make a good business of it. But within the, all that, you know, you get to put together a TV show, and you get to put it out there for the public, and, you know, you deal with all the chaos involved with production and everything. It's just it's a very unique business. So whenever I get a chance to do television, I jump all over it because it's just that exciting. So remember, 
Gracias a Mega TV, Mega TV Orlando, for making this once again another great time in 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 my uh, in my whole my TV career. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, enough said about that. I'm telling you, we've been, uh, you know, we just got past the Super Bowl. Now, I don't know if anyone just noticed, you know, the Super Bowl is kind of, and I'm not going to say just recently become, it's always been a huge, like, tradition, a draw, almost like it was a holiday. You know, there's like, you know, you can always extend the, the American holiday season until the Super Bowl. You know, maybe Valentine's Day. I can give it that. All right, Valentine's Day as well. But the Super Bowl... Is past us. I mean, uh, congrats to the, to, you know, the Bucks. I think they, they, you know, they pulled it out. I mean, what can I say? You know, it's just like one of those things. And, uh, you know, I have faith in my older age that I can do well, you know, because you just kind of see just it's an incredible, incredible game. I didn't watch it, by the way, just so you all know. It's not like something I, I do. Any, I don't even like one of the... Oh, I watch it to watch commercials. Oh, I watch it to watch the game. Oh, I'm a Bucks fan. Whatever the case, you know, I didn't watch the game. You know, I've seen highlights. It's just incredible. It's all good, you know. It's like, wow, right on. Uh, but we're past the Super Bowl. Um, of course, the, the halftime show always gets its, uh, its, you know, oh, I loved it. Oh, I hated it. And I really kind of heard it was kind of not so good this year. I mean, I like The weekend. I think The weekend's great. And certainly the memes that have been coming out all day about <laughs> that, that halftime show have been well worth maybe missing it. But it makes it that much more exciting for me because I go like, wow, how bad could it have been? You know, but uh, c'est la vie. You know, I think once again, might have had some some deeper message you know i mean there's always these claims like some kind of you know like oh my goodness there was this message from the illuminati in the halftime show and once again you know i think uh maybe the weekend pulled it off maybe that's what he wanted to do you know maybe maybe they wanted to kind of throw everyone oh yeah here we go there's the illuminati message can you figure it out and in all reality it's just entertainment once again, we just go back to, the, to just the entertaining part of, of, of being, a, a, a you know, some kind of, you know, like a, a singer, an actor, a TV star, whatever the case, you know, just that moment where you have that, you got everyone's attention, you know, and your message has to be clear. And if it's not, then it really leaves it out there for all kinds of speculation, which... In our world today, and, and the speed of information and, and, and things, you know, with the internet and podcasts and television and on demand and new networks and old networks, and it's just, it's rapid. It's like lightning speed. So it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely wild, you know, it's a wild time. And uh, I think, uh, once again, don't leave it up for, you know, the, the, the halftime show, once again, falls into the Illuminati checkbox. Like, what the heck happened there? All right. So, as you can tell, I'm at my house there, and that's old Cappy doing his routine. He, he never fails, actually. As soon as I get on the, on the mic, he starts, uh, he starts doing his thing, starts calling me, all right, Cappy, it's all good. So, I've also noticed birria, los tacos de birria, la quesi birria. And any other form of birria that has become like this mega food trend. And I'm good with it because, you know, I respect the birria. You know, I started kicking it out myself and going like, okay, this is interesting, you know. And then as we 
go into it, we we see that it um, the technique is very unique, you know. And as we've learned it, we've learned more and more technique, more and more authentic uh, ways to 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 present and cook. You know the birria, and and the, it it really takes a lot of very interesting ingredients, and then uh, and, and we you 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 gotta like literally braise the beef and all these different ingredients, including avocado leaves. And everyone in the world says like, really avocado leaves, but it was incredible because we tried it with the avocado leaves and without the avocado leaves, and the flavor was very distinct. And uh, you know, I was like, yeah. That that's that's cool, you know. I can dig that. I can dig that. Um, the 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 birria has its 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 tradition, and and if you follow it, then I think you can achieve that sort of perfect flavor, that perfect bite that every chef is looking for. But going back to the whole birria thing, it's like, you know, I see it everywhere now. I've seen even like huge. 12-inch flour tortilla birria, you know, where they literally take the flour tortilla and soak it in the in the in the flavored fat that comes off of it. And I, I like to say brisket because it really has a lot of flat and it gives you that 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 cap of oil that you need to soak, to dredge your tortillas in to give it that sort of reddish golden color. And, and then for them to dorarse or get crisp on the flat top just perfectly, you know. So you know, you can, you know, that's, that's part of it. So I think the brisket's really been the best for us to use in the, in the birria. And that's because it does release all that fat. And that fat I think is, uh, is key. It's key. And, you know, as you start to save it, you know, it sort of builds up and you, you discover that you can do so many other things with it, you know, and, um, you know, that's one of those things, but I'm just amazed that you see it everywhere now. You know, I, I saw one of these, you know, on the Food Network uh, Instagram. You know how they put out recipes all the time, and for long, I mean, they do everything. They do all kinds of stuff. But I was impressed that they did the birria tacos. You know, the whole step by step, sort of in a 30 second like Instagram sort of, and um, really cool but uh you know what is this birria trend where did it come from i I, i'm just not sure you know i mean birria is one of those things that has been around forever i also like uh, a very similar sand sandwich actually a torta which is called a torta hogada which uh, very similar you can use pork or beef and uh and just put it inside of a big bolillo or a big like you know bread bun (laughs) and literally soak it in a, in a flavored broth, the broth that you, you cook the meat in, and it's just one of those, like, yum sandwiches of the world, la torta ahogada. So maybe we can we can kick that trend off, you know, with the torta ahogada. And now that the birria taco seems to be, like, absolutely everywhere. I think I've even seen someone do a birria martini. I mean, really? Can we? Can, can, let's pull it together, people. A birria martini? I don't know about all that. But, hey... That's uh, cooking and food and and drinks and people do what they do and we got to just kind of respect it and at the same time enjoy it. So, you know, it's one of those uh, one of those things. So birria 
has made the big. Let's let's think about a, a funky birria dish. I would possibly, I don't know, like maybe like a birria sh- s'mores. I don't know. I mean, and once again, I'm thinking, and you might say like, oh God, really? But seriously, let's think about this. S'mores, chocolate, chocolate. Let's think mole, uh, birria. You know, let's put some birria on the on on like a like on some of that, uh, and including the marshmallow and the graham cracker. I'd go for it. I would actually eat that. So, does it sound gross? Possibly, but I think in the end we'd probably say like, oh, it's pretty good. I would have to. I would have to say your birria should probably be pretty salty if you're going to put that much sweet, including the graham cracker and the uh marshmallow but i think the mole uh, and you know the spice of the mole and the, the savoriness of it and and this uh, if you were to do a salty like meat you know birria on on that s'more you could do a birria s'more so there you go everybody you heard it here first birria s'mores uh so you know everyone since i've seen it and everything you know so we we had to do the birria s'more okay so uh, i'll try it and let you know and if you try it before me please inbox me at uh, instagram at at chef roberto trevino and uh, keep in mind you can also find us all over the place every platform including anchor uh pandora uh uh um spotify i mean you name it youtube we're just everywhere and i'm so happy or patreon.com slash chef roberto trevino you can uh you can join us there and we have a lot of special things for everybody who joins our our little club of nonsense you know we're all the survivors are are getting together now and we're just talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of our of our realities today of ni- uh, February twenty twenty one, and how things are going in the restaurant business. You know, is it? Is, I mean, it's it's like it's the the line is so thick now. It's either you're doing super well or you're doing super bad. There's really kind of no more middle class in the restaurant business. It's like. You know, you really have to work it. Even even like when we saw like the food trucks and everybody coming out with their favorite little trendy thing and even the COVID's had its 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 mark on those businesses and on the, on the people's desires. You know, and you know, the public's the public. You can't force the public to 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 come to your restaurant or enjoy your food, you know, or believe you're like mega chef. It just sort of happens. So I mean, you gotta always just work hard. Find that 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 perfect spot, that perfect bite, you know, that happy space that uh, that allows you to just kind of live life and get past this uh, this this times we're living. Because I tell you what, once again, you know, we can we can talk about a lot of our, our chef friends in different parts of the country, which are, are are struggling to just keep their lights turned on. So more power to you. You know, we're sending you love here in Florida. Things are you know looking good. I mean. As good as can be. Uh, we try to stay very positive. Personally, I stay very positive about things and life and, and keep things rolling for myself and always looking to do exciting things, you know, and push it and get the word out to people to stay positive and get the word out to people to cook something good and and get the word out to people to just kind of like share that love with people, you know, the kitchen. The kitchen is such a spectacular place. It's not the easiest place in the world, you know. You go through all kinds of drama, which, once again, takes me back to talking about maybe doing a, some kind of kitchen sitcom. 
<laughs> Once again, I, I can't get TV out of my mind. You know, it's 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 certainly one of those things that that you either have the drive for or not. And uh, you know, once again, let me let me get another one of these uh, these Orlando Brewing because they're so they're so good. You know, I mean, anybody really, you've got to start sending us more messages. We've been getting some good ones, by the way, but I don't know some of them we really can't talk about on uh, on uh, on the air or online because it's just like. I don't know, maybe uh, maybe we'd be infringing on something or somebody. So I stay away from that stuff. So thank you, Orlando Brewery. Here we go. Let me do a sip of this. Delicious as usual. I can't help think about pizza. I can't help think about good Thai food, by the way. There's this Thai restaurant that's literally walking distance from my place here in Orlando. And it is so good. <laughs> I've been there twice since I discovered it. And I, I've always known it was there. And I was just kind of like, man, you know, whatever. You know, I want Thai food. I want to go somewhere exciting for it. Somewhere that's like, oh, the hottest place. And everyone says, you got to go get your Thai here. But I, I decided to just go in there and said, whatever. And I ate there. And the place was really, really nice. I mean, obviously very, very clean. That's very important these days. But they... You know, they kept the protocol up with, you know, the hand sanitizer and everything. And very professional, very, very stylish, well-put-together restaurant. You can tell they're, they've been in the biz for a long time. And then the food gets to me. I, I ordered just noodles, of course. You can say pad thai. You can say just, just about anything. I ordered a papaya salad as well. And the food was exceptional. And I thought to myself, you know, wow, you know, there's actually somebody in that kitchen that that has a real respect of the Thai kitchen, you know, Thai food, and 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 they're executing it just beautifully. You know, I didn't you know get a look because they're kind of very private people, and that's fine. I, I respect that. But uh, the food was just exceptional, and that that it almost sometimes almost brings tears to my eyes. You know, it's it's a trip because. You know, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm just, you know, I, I do my thing and I'm not so emotional about a lot of things, but sometimes when I eat food, it, it's so emotional, the moment for me that it, it can actually make me kind of a tear up. I, 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 I'll get a, a tear in my eyes, well up in my eyes. And I'll say to myself, like, why is this, you know, and it's, and I think it has more to do with the sacrifice involved with putting together such great food, putting together something that looks good on a plate, something that you can tell the vegetables were cut properly. You know, it's not some just whirlwind of just eh, whatever, you know, we just it just there's a lot of that out there these days, by the way, but something well thought out and something very, very uh, professional and inspired and I, I absolutely loved it. So the restaurant around the corner is called Durin Durin. And I just love it. It's here in, in Lake Nona on Narcuzzi Road. And, and I'm not giving them a plug. It's not that, you know what it comes down to? It was that, that moment when I tasted the food and that tear welled up in my eye. I said, there's something special here. And that's what I look for in restaurants. Do I, I mean, you know, what, what, whatever it is, you know, it can be just some empanadas. It can be anything. You know, um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's that place. And it made that, made that, I had that emotional connection with the food. 
<laughs> and it's that good. So you got to get over there and try it. And if not, you know, when you've experienced that, accept it. You know, don't don't question it. You know, taste that food. Recognize the value, you know, and the effort put into it for your enjoyment. And then, you know, understand the sacrifice involved with keeping it going every day. And then the restaurant becomes, a, once again, that moment, that bite, that food, that, that, that plate becomes something very spiritual and holy to me. Of course, I welled up. I got teary-eyed because it's that special. So maybe I went on a little rant there. Thank you to Orlando Brewing. <laughs> it allows me to go for a kind of a, a rant. But it was, it was, again, once again, it's a worth it kind of rant. It's not a bad rant. It's a very positive and happy rant going off about something wonderful <laughs> as opposed to something horrible. So, uh, yeah, but you know how it is. Um, so the Thai food was awesome. Let's see, what else is a highlight of my weekend and a highlight of my time since we last chatted? I don't know. Again, I'm very excited. I think we're having some exciting, you know, possibilities. You know, the, the things seem to be getting better. The, the reports from what, you know, our, all of our, you know, news media outlets are all saying that things are getting better with the COVID. The numbers are changing. Things are opening up more. We're in the middle of winter, so, I mean, I, I get New York can't dine outdoors, and it's probably very difficult for a lot of those chefs, but I think we're going to get past this, and I think we're going to have just a roaring re-sort of like uh, just a, you know, a restart, you know, of of the restaurant business, you know. Everyone has a whole nother outlook, you know. Everybody, nobody hasn't been affected by this, and who knows what will come of all this, and you know, our new restaurant renaissance, you know, that I think is really just around the corner when we get past this COVID and people start to dine again. And, and, and once again, we've realized how important takeout and people have realized how comfortable it is to eat at home. I think that that's a whole nother bag of beans, but I think what it's done, it's really made chefs be a little more down to earth, a little more realistic about how they want to approach what they want to serve their guests and uh, with that, you know, I think we're about to enter some very exciting times for food in our world. And whether you live in England or, or here in Orlando or in Texas or San Francisco or New York, you know, Los Angeles, you know, San Juan, Puerto Rico, you know, that, this is a big shift for all of us. And I think good things are coming of it. And I have already seen it. I think we've all, all already have seen how positive, you know, um, how positive your outlook on trying to do the right thing, trying to be successful, trying to, to produce something unique and wonderful. Um, yeah, so that's how it comes down. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, you know, I, I love to do these chats with you. I, I enjoy them a lot. Uh, please feel free to look us up on all platforms. Share this on your on your social media. It's really important to us. We really appreciate it. I, you know, honestly, it's all about just getting the word out. You know, when I can share a moment like, you know, about the Thai restaurant or or that 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 you know that reshift of things for all chefs. I think that's worth it. So share that for me. I'd appreciate it. 
And remember, uh, we're living some interesting times, but survival of the fittest is indeed the soup du jour. Everybody, we'll talk real soon. I'm looking forward to our next chat. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.